the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, much, much more. You're listening to AM 1220 KDOW. What's on your financial mind? It's always the name of the game on the show. Let's start out by saying, place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. What's going to happen on Sunday? Anyone who's investing new money today is is making a bet. that They know what's going to happen on Sunday. Yesterday's and today's trading is all about the position ahead of Sunday's elections in Greece. And what the Federal Reserve is going to do next week when they meet, as well as the G20. A lot of people are expecting coordinated central banker positions, movements. Because fiscal policy is not getting done, so monetary policy is. Monetary by the banks, biggest mistake they made in the 1930s was that they did nothing. They They took money away from the table. Today they're putting money into the punch bowl. What was that out of curiosity? Was that a little giggity giggity goo? So stock markets are higher today. People are betting on European governments taking action after the election to prevent any adverse credit market impact from the possibility of Greece leaving the Eurozone. Traders are betting the recent weak economic data means the Federal Reserve is going to step up to the table and throw further stimulus down. So yesterday was bad news equals good stock market returns. How does that work? Like it's so counter wisdom, counterintuitive. So in essence, economic credit and political circumstances are so bad that it's good. Uh, Excuse me? Like, no, 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 no. How is that? The downside for stocks is limited right now because of likely supportive actions by governments and central bankers. And there's upside potential because of a decrease in risk. That, at least, is how the bets are falling right now. There's danger for investors in buying into this theory. There's a distinct possibility of market disappointment at government action. So, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week, we may go, I thought you were going to do a little bit more than this. Yeah. Yeah. You you didn't do nothing? The boost from the Spanish bank bailout, very short-lived. 
there's very little risk. Or I guess there is risk that the Federal Reserve does only something tepid. It says, hey, look, we're creating jobs, albeit slowly, but we are creating jobs. Crap shoot out there as to how the market's set up for the rest of the day. Do we panic and sell off at the end of the day? I honestly, I have no clue what's going to happen today. Beef. It's what's expensive for dinner. One area that I think Jimmy Kimmel is a genius. He's asked people to videotape themselves spraying dad with a hose for Father's Day. And he's putting it all on YouTube. That's genius. What are you doing for Father's Day? Oh, I'm spraying my dad with a water hose. (laughs) What other types of hose are there? Well, if you have to ask that question, let's just put it this way. You're an amateur. So beef. You going to barbecue for uh, Father's Day this year? Throwing a few steaks and burgers on the grill. Not sure if you've noticed, but beef prices are up 7.7% this year. And well, that means we're eating smaller portions. If you go into restaurants, you'll notice that they're doing like a lot of uh, medallions and they're, they're trying to come up with creative ways of selling you beef, but without jacking the price. Sometimes they're jacking the price. General rule of thumb for me, and I know you're going to say, you are not going to say something that's going to offend me. Oh, I am. I won't eat a steak unless it's over $25. Is that fair to say at a restaurant? Does that make me a jerk? Does that mean I won't go to Outback? That's right, I won't go to Outback. Good eye, mate. I'm a little bit of a food snob. And I know it. Shoppers are going to continue to see higher prices that meet counter all summer long. Not just for beef. Average price of beef is rising to about $5.30 a pound this year. Retail prices have averaged five oh three, a record high for this time period. It was four seventy two in January through May of last year. So food is hitting inflation. Okay, now that that's where we go with this conversation. Like when I'm sixty, I want to enjoy a good piece of meat. But at this current rate of inflation, my twenty five dollar steaks could be a fifty dollar steak. Yeah, it won't be actually. Yeah, it actually would be. So, it'll more than double in the next twenty years. So the extreme drought states such as Texas, Oklahoma, and New Mexico last year forced ranchers to liquidate a lot of cattle, which lowered the prices. Because when you kill an animal, you lower the price because you have to sell it basically immediately. But for the whole next year, you're saying, I'm not going to raise as many cows. And Americans continue to eat meat, chomp, 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 chomp. And the price of meat goes up, supply and demand. You also have higher feed and fuel costs. A lot of people like a pork belly. You know a, a pig belly? There's two bellies, ultimately, is the way it's counted. And so uh, the biggest cost on a pig, uh, on pork bellies, is, is refrigerating. Is that not the craziest thing you've ever heard? Like, it's not necessarily the animal's life that we're valuing. We're valuing the refrigeration time. Of keeping it nice and chill until we put it yummy, yummy, yummy in our tummy, tummy, tummy. And then you also have to transport it. 
Okay, so that's my whole thing on, uh, I don't know. You know, the rising beef cost, the pink slime issue. There was a big panic this year because of the pink slime episode. Some restaurants trying to favor chicken over beef when it comes to menu options. You got McDonald's chicken McBites, which are the nastiest things on the planet. Then you got Whataburgers, what a chicken bites, and you got White Castle's chicken rings. Give White Castle credit for coming up with chicken rings. Because now I can put a ring on my, my woman's finger made out of chicken. Who needs diamonds and gold and silver, palladium and platinum? Sweetie, I'm going to give you a chicken ring because we're going to the chapel and we're going to get married. And there's no chance I sing today. Midnight. I'm not going to do it today. I'm not going to do it. And the kitty cats are all sleepy. We got the Dow up 65. <laughs> SP 500 up 7 and the NASDAQ up 16. Oil's down fractions at $83.86 a barrel. It's one of my favorite lines ever. It was in the Jungle Book when the snake says, Trust me. So, what else we got? Ten-year treasuries at one point five percent. Euro's trading fractionally lower. Hey, 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 hey! I got a seminar coming up in Dublin, California. Uh, Money one hundred and one and all things financial for those of you who need to learn what to do in your financial life. It's at the Holiday Inn in Dublin. Later that afternoon, doing a wealth preservation retirement. Radio has changed a lot in my time. Last DJ, little Tom Petty, I believe. Any chance Tom Petty would be able to make it in today's music world? I have to imagine not. In the world of One Hit Wonders, he was more of an album kind of guy. So this weekend at the San Mateo Fair, Sister Christian, little Night Ranger. Sister Kristen, no, the time has come. Somehow I think this show's morphed into Rob Karaoke in his own head this week show. And you know that you're the only one to say. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Motor in! What's your price for flight? Finding Mr. Right. Hold on, it's motoring. What's your price for flight? You've got him in your sight and you're driving through the night? I thought there was in Finding Mr. Right somewhere in there. Oh, there it is. You're motoring. What's your price for flight? In Finding Mr. Right, you'll be all right tonight. So the second verse is motoring. What's your price for flight? You've got him in your sight and you're driving through the night. You know what motoring is? A lot of people don't know this. Motoring is driving up and down the strip. That's the whole thing about what motoring is. I know you're saying you're saying the word motrin. No, no, I'm not saying motrin. Motoring is um, like on a Friday night, you're at the beach, and you say, I'm going to go look for honeys, and you and your bud drive up and down the, the one central avenue where all the honeys are walking by, and you go, hey, 
What would we count it on for? Ah, AM, AM 1220, KDOW. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. Chad, when I was 18, that's when young Rob Black started thinking, I want to retire one day. It's really the, probably the first time in my head I was like, what am I going to do to do that? How much money do I need? How much do you need for retirement? And I came up with a bogus number. It was a million dollars. A million dollars would pay me $40,000 a year till the day I die. But then you get married, and then you have kids, and suddenly what, your your numbers start inflating much higher, so to speak. Yeah. Um, let's talk about when do you know that you have enough for retirement? When can you pull the plug? When are you done? Well, it's it's relative to expenses. So the first thing you need to do is figure out what you're spending, okay. including taxes, including health care costs that you have in retirement. You take that number now and you project it forward with inflation, at least 3.5%. Right? Okay. So let's say in, in you're spending a hundred grand a year now, and in 20 years... When you retire, you're going to spend $200,000 a year because that's what you would need. It, it, the value of a dollar is cut in half every 18 to 20 years. So if you're spending 100 now, you're going to need 200 at retirement. Okay. You're also going to need a portfolio big enough to in- continue your inflation-adjusted withdrawals each year. Which, so, Which is interesting that you say that because I think that number is actually higher on seniors. Inflation for you and me is 3%, but inflation for seniors, healthcare costs – they're a lot higher than 3%. So I think you're going to need bigger numbers than you think you do. Yeah, I'll disagree with you a little bit there because the healthcare costs are rising at 5 to 6%. But when I look at people when they're in their 80s, okay. they're a lot of times, I mean, getting grandma or grandpa to eat more than two meals a day or more than a couple pieces of toast for lunch, yeah. it's tough. And they don't travel as much. They're just content reading book and playing bridge and whatever than they were when they were traveling a lot. So, and, you know, they're not buying DVD players and, and TVs and, you know, putting their kids through college anymore. So you can run your inflation. You can control it as well because you can also say, I'm only going to be successful if I only adjust my port, my draws by 2.5% a year. And then they know that and they can adjust for it. But if, if you're spending $100,000 a year now and you're retiring in 20 years, you're going to need $200,000 a year then. And you want a portfolio large enough to be able to to adjust the income with inflation, which means that's why you don't, you don't want to sp- withdraw more than 4 or 5% at age 65. So if you simply take $200,000 and divide it by 0.05, you need at least $4 million to be successful in retirement. Now, that's not assuming there's any Social Security or pensions involved. And that's not assuming that your home is paid off. So there's a lot of other things that go into that cash flow analysis to determine how much you need. Because if you're looking at your $100,000 a year now, that might be including your mortgage, which is eventually going to be paid off. Okay. So a lot of you, you've really got to have a detailed financial plan. But... You know, it's 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 something that you can do a quick and dirty idea. If I'm going to retire in 20 years, double my income, divide it by 0.05, and that gives you a little bit of a rough, rough estimate. Do that a little slower. You blew me away with that. Okay, so you take if you're going to retire in 20 years, take okay. your income right that you need now to live. Okay. Um, if if you're going to have a mortgage that's paid off, you can reduce your mortgage from that number. Okay. Then double that because of inflation over 20 years, and then divide it by 0.05. Um, if you're going to if you're going to have a pension or Social Security, you yeah. can take your income that you need right now, minus your mortgage if it's going to be paid off, minus your uh, Social Security that you're going to have on an annual basis, and then divide that number by 0.05. That gives you a real rough calculation, but a lot of things go into that cash flow analysis. For example, I've got clients that retire with 90% of their portfolios in 401ks and IRAs. They're going to pay more taxes than people that retire with a combination of 401k, taxable accounts, real estate income, um, and cash, you know, there, it's an easier way to control the tax bracket. So it's so relative to where you've saved your money, your expenses, your mortgage, where you're going to retire. A lot of people aren't going to be able to afford to retire in the state. 
let's face it. And with that said, one of the areas that I see people making mistakes on, they think their house is going to be their pig. They, they're banking on their house being their, their nest egg. They're, if, they're, if their savings, their 401k is not enough, I'll just sell the house. Mm-hmm. What are the, some mistakes you see? Well, yeah, that's one. I mean, I'll also say if you've, if you're in that point, you know you're pulling too much out of your portfolio to live now, and you think you're going to tap your house in the next ten years to to maintain your success. Right. Do it now by either selling and moving to a different state or doing a reverse mortgage now, while rates are low. I've actually had an email on that very same question recently of you know someone who bought a house in Fremont and wants to sell it, but maybe they'll turn it into a rental while they wait for real estate to come back. Oh, that, that wait for real estate to come back. What? It, you know, it's bottoming. So, wh- how long are you willing to wait? If it's negative cash flow, get out of it because it's killing your retirement. A lot of people in this in this email, this was kind of interesting, Chad. This woman in particular, she said, "I'll go rent a thousand square feet. I'll go rent something that's tiny compared to my house, so that I can wait it out, so I can have that negative cash flow and change around a little bit for me." So, people have some sickness, some some mentality issues, uh, rule of thumbs where they think they know better than the market per se. Well, it might not be a sickness. It might be a morality issue, Rob, because they know that they, they signed those loan docs. They took it. They they stepped into it, right, with the bank. So they have some moral obligation to you know deal with the debt that they took on. So that what might be issues. Morality, schmorality. That's <laughs> CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I was distraught to know. I got an email from a female financial planner yesterday. She's like, Chad's kind of hot. He's five foot three. He's tiny. There's garden gnomes that are bigger than him. Wall Street Business Network AM. Wall Street Business Network. You just had your uh oh moment. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. My goal on the show is to get your retirement. I drag you kicking and screaming into the stock market because I know people don't like the stock market and they're freaked out by it. You don't need to be freaked out. It's called capitalism. It works over time. Take a 10-year look at a stock. Take a 20-year look at a stock. Take a 30-year look at a stock. Take a 40-year look at a stock. You work from age 20 to 60, 40 years. And that's what you have to believe in. Because if you don't believe in that, what do you believe in? You tell me what's going to work over the next 40 years. If you think real estate's going to beat the stock market, then you're basically saying that you uh, believe that you're going to live in a $10 million house instead of a $1 million house. Stocks work because it's businesses and corporations. You're buying into businesses. Uh, we've got a sponsor on this show that sells, uh, helps. He's a, a fr- franchise coach. He's helping you buy into a business. Businesses work. The restaurant that you go to, if they don't make enough money, they go out of business, right? And you get it now. You're buying into a business when you buy into a stock. Nike, you're buying into the shoe business. I know you're saying, I don't want to be a shoe salesperson. You don't have to be a shoe salesperson. Nokia versus Apple. Which one do you want to own? Do you want to own the guy that sold 2 million phones? Or do you want to sell, own the guy that sold 35 million phones? 
Right now we got the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 57 points. We got the SP 500 up six points. The Nasdaq up 14. Part of me getting into retirement is a couple things. There's maxing out your 401k. Everyone should do it. You get rich slowly. Part of me is trying to get you to look at bad financial decisions. Annuities are bad. They hurt a lot of people. If you're buying them from insurance agents, if you're buying them from financial planners that are getting a big kickback, they're bad. You don't want to do 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10% commissions. You don't because then you lose 5 to 10%, period. And then you have to service that investment. You have to service that insurance, and that's expensive. So you want to do uh, n- low-cost annuities. Like there's a company called Emeritus. Love them. So I don't hate all annuities. I just hate the bad annuities. And it's tough for the average person like you to see the difference. So you have to make sure that you do things right. You have to get insurance. What if you get hit by a car? Your spouse needs your income. So you get term life insurance. What do you do um, tonight when you're when you're going out for a meal? I got no problem with open table and getting free little uh, you know points for booking a reservation and later on getting $10 off, $20 off, $30 off. I like saving money. Speaking of saving money, let's bring in Brian Recton. Brian Recton is the director of sales here at Salem, San Francisco. How are you, Brian? I'm great. Thanks. So tell me a little bit about yourself because we're introducing you to the audience for the first time ever. Well, I'm originally from New Jersey, relocated to Northern California this past February, took a position with Salem Communications as the director of sales and loving it, loving California. My wife and I, we've been married 34 years. We always said that if there was a state we ever wanted to relocate to, it would be California. And lo and behold, here we are. Being from Jersey, you must catch a lot of flack. <laughs> I've heard a few Jersey Jersey jokes. Yeah, Jersey since I got here. <laughs> yeah. Anyone ask if is your wife like does she freak out and, and punch other women? I hear the the two different programs, the Jersey Shore. I hear a lot about that, and I hear about the the wives of the Jersey Shore or New Jersey, whatever that program is. And my wife's nothing like that. A couple of years ago, you would have heard Tony Soprano, and uh, yeah, that's true. Know, but. Eh. I like Jersey. Jersey's a great city. A lot of people don't know. They've got more national, uh, not national parks, but state parks than any other state. Even mm-hmm. more state parks than California. Well, it, it's called the Garden State for a good reason. It has a lot of great open space, has a lot of wonderful golf courses. It's actually an underrated state, but uh, I have to say I'm enjoying California as well. California's nice. So now that you're in California, you're director of sales here at KDOW and KFX. Um you're here to introduce a new product and promotion, and it's something that I can actually get behind because it's saving people money. Tell us a little bit more about the new product and the new launch. Well, we're excited about uh, a new a new product that we're launching, uh, a new program, I should call it, called uh, KDOW Half Off Deals, and we launch it actually on Tuesday, June 19th. So today is just a little teaser to let our audience know that it's coming. And, you know, it's an easy thing to launch because – our listeners are very familiar with half-off deals sure. um, because they've been around a while and kind of the uh, the kinks have been worked out of it. I think what we're offering is so much better because we're just bringing good value to our KDOW listeners. I mean, that's what we're all about. Now, this isn't a deal yet, but I'd like you to make it a deal because I like staying at the Four Seasons in Palo Alto. <laughs> I'll make a note of it. It's got a sweet, sweet pool that's open until 10 p.m. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, I'm one of those people that I like my adult beverage at, at the pool until 10 p.m. There's something wrong with me. Well, even in your in your introductory remarks about you know buying into businesses, uh, you know businesses, of course, they need new customers. So that's the key to a, to a, a whether it's an existing business or a new business, they all need customers and they need a constant flow of new customers. And w- uh, the Harvard study that they did on half off deals has proven that well, it's a great value for the consumer. Now, there's been some problems with Groupon and some of their management and, or the way that they've launched some deals, but the consumer is not feeling any of this. The consumer is winning, and it's all about what you talk about every morning. It's about you know saving people money. So if you're going to check out, just like you check out a business to see if you want to invest in it, you might want to check out the Four Seasons to decide if you want to stay there. Well, what better way to stay stay there or check it out or check out a restaurant or a day spa, but to pay half price. So you get the same exact service. The person sitting next to you at the day spa, you know, paid a higher price than you. It's a bonus for being a KDAO listener, basically. What I kind of like about what we're, we're throwing out here is I'm kind of feminine. I'm like, can you get him a spa? Can I get a massage? Can I get the Four Seasons Hotel? Like, I, I'm not even asking you, can you do the San Jose uh, Quakes? Can you do the San Francisco Giants and, and the Oakland A's? And I'm sure you're going to be, as a director of sales, you're going to be going for the masculine events as well as the feminine events. and Across the board. Across the board uh, yeah. And family events, too, amusement parks. You know, the things that work really well with half-off deals are um, restaurants, spas, uh, hotels, golf courses, amusement parks. So, yes, our listeners uh, you know, need to be paying attention. We actually will be launching a new deal every Tuesday morning, 6 a.m. We'll, it'll go on the website, and there is a website. If anyone listening now wants to just go and check out the pre-launch, they can go to kdow.biz. At the bottom of the page, you'll see a link to our half-off deals, and just click on it. There's a button that says how it works. It's in, like an FAQ, explains the whole program. And, of course, you're not going to see any deals because we're, we're intentionally uh, not mentioning uh, our first deal, but it's going to be – well, I'll let a little out. It's going to be a delicious steakhouse, one that all of our listeners are going to want to run to. And me and my producer, we're going to go to lunch there next week. And, awesome. Uh, we'll probably have some day drinks and sit out on the patio and enjoy the sunshine and – we will talk about it here for sure. So now they know it has a patio. So now some people are narrowing it down a little bit. Probably not narrowing <laughs> it down. Don't don't stress out on me. Um, with that said, yeah, we I look forward to this because I will take advantage of it. Uh, to me, half off deals are an adventure. Um, like you said, you get to try something at half off, and there's no shame in half off. Um, I don't like Groupon. They kind of overwhelm me, but I will certainly use a Groupon deal at my favorite restaurant, and that's nice to see. Well, and since you mentioned it, uh, one thing that we're going to be sure of is not inundating our listeners. If a listener did want to go to our half-off page now, you can sign up. You're never going to get more than one email a week, and it's just going to be one email. It's going to announce that week's deal, and then we're leaving the rest up to you. It's just like making a business decision. We f- we present it, we present the features and benefits, and then you decide if you want to take advantage of the deal, buy it for a friend, you know, offer it as a gift, whatever you want to do. And and also, if, if we have any business owners, retailers in particular, or any of the businesses I just outlined, you know, they should they should check it out. They can give me a call and I can explain the program to them because we can get them onto our half-off deals program. Now you're talking crazy. You think businesses are going to call you? You may be the laziest director of sales I've ever <laughs> met in my life. Or the best. It's either the laziest or the best. I'm not sure. If <laughs> we'll find out which one. Exactly. What else do we need to know? Is there anything um, that we need to add to this this commentary? 
Well, sign up for the for the half off deal if you really want to know about them each week because that's the easiest way. So that's just your email address okay. and your zip code on our on our site kdow.biz. Click on the half off deals logo and and then just watch for the first deal to come out on Tuesday. Now, will KDOW or KFAX uh, sell the email list? Because I personally like selling the email list. Any, no. Anytime someone signs up at my site, I, I instantly sell it to the, the, the sleaziest businesses on the planet. No. Actually, it's a separate, completely separate and distinct uh, database, even from our existing database for KDAO or KFAX. It's a separate database, and it's only going to be for people that sign up for half-off deals. So I'm speaking with Brian Recton, Director of Sales at KDOW. He's kind of, in theory, one of my bosses, because if he doesn't sell things, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, the station goes away. Good point. Yeah. So it's all about the sale. It's it's business. Okay. And uh, those commercials that people hear, they have to support them and or the programming goes away. That's true. So and uh, try not to skip over the commercials. Hint, hint, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. Anything else, Brian? No, that'll that'll do it. Just keep keep watching and keep learning and keep hearing more about it. We're excited. We're, we think it's going to be a great value for our listeners. And my part of this is I'll be interviewing sometimes the owner of a business or a representative of a business. And I'll try to make it as unique as possible. Like, hey, how are sales doing? Are people eating pork or are they eating chicken? Are right. they saving money just by eating a salad? Are they upgrading their wine or are they bringing their own bottle of wine? So, well, you're all about educating and informing your listeners. So this is going to fit right into what you do. And I think we're going to have some fun along the way too with maybe some – <clears throat> excuse me, some meet Rob Black events along the way and, you know, things that so people will be able to engage with you as well. I got you fooled. You think I'm all about education. I'm all about the women, the alcohol, the party. I'm all about the lifestyle of being in, in radio and television. No, I listen to your program every morning. <laughs> so I know I know you're a good educator, too. I got you fooled. So thanks very much. It's Brian Recton, director of sales, KDOW, talking half price deals. You can find out a little more information at kdow.biz. Scroll to the bottom of the screen, and you'll you'll see the uh, the promotions and the ideas and the concepts. You can sign up for an email. We'll pump out the emails to you, so you don't even have to listen to the station. You can still get the deals. That's a pretty sweet offer, no doubt about it. You're listening to AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial on the Wall Street Business Network. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Who doesn't like a little cracker with their cheese in the morning? I've been to Paris. I've slept in a park. Went down to Barcelona. Someone broke in my car. I'll search the world over for an angel in black. I'll search the world over for a Euro trash girl. Euro trash girl. Oh. What am I supposed to say now? I'm just thinking about it. See, I personally don't like the Stockton trash girls. I don't like the white trash girls. I like the Euro trash girls. There's something to be said about a girl who goes. See, I'm not going to. I'm not going to talk dirty in French because I will actually lose my job. <laughs> Voulez-vous? Parlez-vous français? 
Un peu de... Avec moi, ce soir. Um, one of the things I, I, I do love France, and I do highly recommend people travel. Um, if you do go to Paris or France, uh, don't do what tourists do. Go to the countryside of Paris, of France. Go to the shore. Normandy's gorgeous. Uh, one of the things I'll, I'll recommend is learn one phrase. And it's, je ne parle pas un peu de français. I speak a little bit of French. Uh, and then you go, tu parles anglais? You basically say, do you speak English? And uh, you, you basically humble yourself. Or you could say, je ne parle pas français. I don't speak French. Uh, tu parles anglais? And then what you find is everyone in France goes, uh, yeah, 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 I speak English. But you have to throw yourself on the sword. You have to say you're an idiot American. You have to say, I don't know your language in their language. If you go, I don't speak French, they're not going to help you. And if you ask for a hamburger, they're going to laugh at you. Speaking of which... I was a little surprised to see that Chipotle Mexican Grill, Chipotle Mexican Grill, opened up in Paris recently. What's interesting to note about that is they're kind of they're kind of not big into into uh, franchises in, in Paris, and yet it was still endorsed and consumed by eighty percent of the locals. I know you're saying, you really didn't prep a lot this morning, did you? Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't. Um, let's talk about some of the other stories of note out there. Consumer sentiment gauge declines to 2012 low. Central banks are warning a Greek-led euro stress threatening the world. Greek elections offer no relief in the country of peril. Although people on the street are pretty much so saying in Greece, we're not leaving the euro. We just want our politicians to stop the corruption. We want our politicians to stop what they're doing. So central banks are intensifying warnings right now that Europe's failure to tame its debt crisis threatens to hurt the world financial markets as Greece's election in two days looms as the next flashpoint for investors. You know what we're looking at? Retirement at 70 years old. That's killing Russ. Russ, oops, I'm sorry. Number seven, my producer. Let's just say he's pushing 65. And he's like, I'm going to retire soon and get my social security check. But you know what? The new retirement age for me is probably 70. Because he's older, he's going to get his social security. Because I'm younger, I'm not. And for the record, I'm sexy. I'm sexy. One thing I wish that I had was a Scottish accent. I don't know why. I just think it probably would have helped me in my younger days with the ladies. True or false, ladies? Do accents actually work on you? I think they do. I think it would be cliche to be Australian. So I kind of want a Scottish accent. If any language coach out there wants to help me with a Scottish accent, I will be like Madonna. Madonna, born in the white, trashiest city in America, has a British accent now. I don't like that. 
But at the same time, I want my own Euro trash accent. So stocks are rising today amongst speculation on stimulus. We're not rising because things are good. We're rising because things are so bad that we're going to get a handout as a nation. It doesn't make sense. I hate it. But at the same time, I love it. Da-da-da-da-da. I'm loving it. Remember when McDonald's was basically making commercials for people who've had brain damage? Ba-da-da-da-da. I'm loving it. And now it's much more sophisticated. (laughs) I know you're saying this isn't sophistication that what you're talking about. But Burger King, by introducing the bacon sundae that actually has bacon bits on it and bacon. They're also doing a pulled pork sandwich this summer. They're actually trying to get away from that brain-damaged 18 to 25-year-old American male. Okay, for the record, I think all men 18 to 25 were kind of like brain-damaged and not the smartest. Because trust me, I used to be 18 to 25, and let's put it this way. Women date older men for a reason, because in 18 to 25, we probably just have too much testosterone going through our body that we just become stupid. We just become LCDs. LCDs? We become television monitors? No, no. Lowest common denominators. But the bacon sundae and the bacon sandwich and the coffee at McDonald's and and Burger King now, it's trying to get a more educated, a more family-type person in their stores. Microsoft, the world's biggest software maker, and Dow Chemical, they're all up today. Citigroup, up. No, no, Citigroup's actually down. I'm sorry. Financials are actually down because financials are the, the indicator that's saying Europe's a problem. Europe's not a good thing. And Fed stimulus isn't necessarily a good thing. I so badly want the Greeks to elect a socialist and just get the hell out of the European Union because I'm tired of talking about Greece. Remember when I almost got fired when I said, hey, they put the water cannons on the people in Greeks because they're rallying in the streets and they're protesting. Hey, at least they got their monthly shower. I so badly want to stop talking about Greece. Wall Street Business Network. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I will search the world over for you. I practice saying like romantic lines just in case they ever come up in my life. I'll search the world over for you. Men Start practicing lines like that because they work. So on your first date, you're meeting up for coffee. She gets up to use the restroom. Say, if you don't come back, I'll search the world over for you. Use a little bit of a stuffy British accent if you can. Or an implied British accent. Uh, Just my advice. Okay, so... I was just talking with number seven. Number seven is like, you got to start doing more features. 
I'm like, features? Features? And then I, I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. I'm getting ready to launch the show in Seattle on Monday. Please don't say congratulations. Please. No cheers. No, 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 no. Save that for Tiger Woods on the golf course. No polite golf clap. Don't say, oh, my God, you used to be on 60 to 100 stations at one point in time, and you gave it all up to go to San Francisco. Now you're trying to get on 60 to 100 stations again, and you're going to leave us. Don't get all psycho on me. Save the drama for your mama. But Russ, number seven, said features, more features. And I'm kind of with them. One of the features that I could do is, is black on black, where I interview myself, which it's pretty good. It's not Dave Letterman quality. But another thing, you know, email, that's a feature. And, uh, hey, I got an email from Steve. And then you have the, you've got mail. Uh, letters. We get letters. So you get, you kind of get to do some feature music kind of stuff, which is fun production, and it keeps number seven in a job. Basically, his job is like a monkey. You remember the monkey that go into space? His job was more complicated than what Russ has to do, number seven. Okay, just sit there and hit a couple buttons and make the dials sound good. So production is where he he shines. He does the uh, uh, little produced elements of if you missed Rob Black kind of things. Uh, he does a really, really, really great job on it. He's He under-promises and over-delivers. He's a oopod of production. So, okay, one of the features that I have in my mind, and you can help me. Any, any feature idea that you want in your head would be great. Uh, like what's in Rob's portfolio or what's in Rob's pockets. Did you just kill my mic? Are you playing with me? Do not play with me. One of the features I could do. Hey, turn my mic back up. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. (laughs) One of the features for instance is called evil Rob black. Now evil Rob black does want you to get to retirement as well. He just wants you to do it in different ways. So the production might be like, <laughs> some sort of like booming, crazy voice. Oh, I just pulled a rib. Oh. That's uncomfortable. So, um, evil Rob Black would be like, you know, uh, move back home with your mom and dad. While you're at it, while you're moving back home with your mom and dad, uh, set up some webcams in their house. Sell your mom and dad's life on the internet. And you know I'm thinking exactly what you're thinking, but I can't say it because I work for Salem Broadcasting. But Evil Rob Black, for instance, this weekend my neighbor's away. I'm going to water my lawn with his hose. I'm going to water my lawn a lot with his hose. In fact, I'm going to stockpile water for the whole community in case there is an earthquake with his hose. And then when there's an earthquake, I'm going to sell that water as fresh water, even though it'll be all stagnant and grotesque. Evil Rob Black will have you save money by buying the cheapest beer possible. When Evil Rob Black was in college, he bought Milwaukee's Best. Milwaukee's Best, it says one in six cans will blind you. Okay? One in six it's like playing roulette with your eyesight. Okay? And uh, so I'd buy Milwaukee's Best. And actually, I drink actually Mekong. Um, Mekong is a... What is it? What is it? What is it? It's, it's um, a tequila. 
that's made in Mexico, and it's got formaldehyde in it. It's got, I'm not making this up, it's five cents a bottle, and it's got formaldehyde in it. So you you could die. Like, it, it's it's got poison in it. But that's okay. So evil Rob Black gets cheap beer and goes over to his producer's friend's house, college friend's house, and would drink his expensive beer. You with me? You with me? Evil Rob Black says, if someone leaves a fifth of gin laying around, take three quarters of it and replace it with water. And then watch him get drunk off <laughs> off, off his uh, gin. I can't drink gin anymore. Oh, I had a bad experience with gin. Just the smell of gin. I know that's going to come back to haunt me. That little sound effect. Russ is going to grab that one and put it in production. With a little wiki, wiki, wiki music underneath it. If you get that reference, congratulations. And if you don't, you're probably listening to Wall Street Business Network all day. So evil Rob Black. Um, there's evil ways of, of you know, hey, um, when it comes to like uh, a business lunch, this is a classic one. Suddenly get little Tyrannosaurus Rex hands. Tyrannosaurus Rex hands are like hands. They're like kind of imagine them like at, at your breast line. And they can't actually reach your wallet. So, like, you get this point where you're like, you just start shuffling your hands. But you can never actually reach your wallet or your purse. So it looks like you're trying to pay for lunch, but you're going to let someone else pay for lunch. There are ways to get to retirement. If a guy ever offers to buy you a drink, say yes. Thank you. You're very handsome. Doesn't mean you actually have to do anything. Just means... You see what I'm saying? You're listening to the Wall Street Business Network. I'm not allowed to say AM 1220 KDOW anymore because I'm going to be in Seattle on Monday. Do you think Seattle has any clue what I do? I get the feeling they don't. Okay, like evil Rob Black, when he goes, every time I go to a hotel, I take the toilet paper. And there's two rolls, I take both. Why should I buy? To- it's part of my you know, $200, $300 for the hotel room. I don't take the light bulbs, but Evil Rob Black does. I don't take the batteries out of the TV remote, but Evil Rob Black does. And if you don't want to get charged for uh, light bulbs, you would replace said light bulbs with dead light bulbs and said dead batteries with, or new batteries with dead batteries. And even you can even do this. You can actually call the hotel room and say, hey, my uh, remote doesn't have batteries in it. And get another set to go home with. Like, you could really, really monetize the hotel experience. Looks like someone's trying to call me. I don't have a call screener. Let's go to a caller. I'm going to guess your name is um, Ange- I can. On- Angel. On hell. <laughs> hey. How are you, Angel? Uh, uh, even though Europe is slowing down, uh, I think one particular ETF is going to do well. I'd like to get your opinion. Uh, it's called DBA, stands for Double Barrel Ale. Okay. So what is, what is your thought on it? So the stock is called Double Barrel Ale? <laughs> the ETF name is DBA. Oh, it's, it's the Power Share Agricultures. Yes, that's right. Okay, I'll talk a little bit about that um, next break. Okay. Thanks for the call out, Hal. I think I actually got the name right. I think I'm psychic. 
I'm going to get into the business of reading palms. Wall Street Business Network. Hi, I'm reporting an accident. Need to get my car repaired? Okay, what auto body shop do you want to use, sir? Do I have a choice? Of course you have a choice. It's your legal right to choose where you'd like to have your car repaired. Well, by all means. TGIF Body Shop. They're the best place to get it fixed. If your car is in need of repair, why not choose the best? At TGIF, they'll repair your car like new and get you back on the road again. Best of all, they'll work directly with your insurance company so you don't have to, so there's no hassle or stress. With the same lifetime guarantee your insurance carrier offers, they'll keep you in the driver's seat. Hi, I'm Kathy with TGIF Body Shop, reminding you whatever your uh-oh. Choose TGIF to get it fixed. Give us a call at 5 510-490-1342. That's 510-490-1342. 510-490-1342. Or online at TGIFauto.com. Lifetime guarantee. Preferred by most major insurance. One day sale is this Saturday with Friday preview. Get incredible savings throughout the store, like 60% off colorful men's polos, half off a great selection of Craftsman tools, a 50-inch 1080p LED for $649.99. And when you shop your way at Sears, you can buy online and pick up today. This is Destination Dad. This is Sears. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Sale ends 6-16-2012. What's really going to happen to balance California's budget? How will it affect your family's budget and your access to justice in court if needed? This week on Champions of Justice with Tom Tarardi and Stephen Larson, get straight talk from California Assemblyman Mike Fuhr. It's a breakdown of cuts and taxes from the inside. Complete details you can't get from sound bites on the news. Tune in Champions of Justice Saturday night at 5 and Sunday night at 8 here on AM 1220 KDOW. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Chronic Town. debut album by R.E.M. I'm not sure if R.E.M. Was R.E.M. Did they play off the whole sleep issue or was it something? I don't know the history of R.E.M. I should. Like, I feel bad that uh, I don't know it. Their musical style was jangling guitars, chords, murmured vocals, obscure lyrics. Like that, you just heard 20,000 miles. Uh, very cool city. If you've never been to Athens, I'm not saying you can vacation there, but it is a very cool city to visit. Like if, oh, good God, you're going through your your um, vacation this summer. You're going to go to the, the you're going to go up and down uh, East Coast. You're going to visit the Southern States on your flying cockroach tour. Because trust me, Georgia's got some cockroaches that you think are birds. 
<laughs> these are big roaches, but they fly. It's the craziest thing you'll see in your life. So Chronic Town was their first album. It was five songs. I guess it was an EP. More so than, uh, was it LPs? I, I suddenly feel old that I can't tell you what an album was called. It was an LP, right? Long play? Extended play? Yeah, Chronic Town was an EP, but... What did LP? It's EP stood for extended play, and LP's long play. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I think I've lost my mind. So anyway, um, I feel bad for Arium, and I'm I'm, you know, I I just don't think Americans appreciate what a, an American band they were. And out of Athens, like you can go to Athens. Athens is a lot like Memphis. What Memphis is to blues music on a Tuesday night, you're in Memphis, and you're like, good God, it's hot here. What is that, a bird? Oh, it's a flying cockroach. And no, no, no. Any bar you go to has live music, and it's the best live music you've seen in your life. Athens, the same thing with alternative music. Athens is a really cool city to visit. And bar hop. I know you're saying, is today uh, a, a Friday? It could be. It feels that way because I'm talking a lot of alcohol. Um, Bill Berry, drums. Peter Buck, guitar. A lot of people say Peter Buck's probably... Uh, so unique and so American that, that he's brought something to the table, much like Eddie Van Halen brought to rock and roll or to pop music, whatever you would think, you know, his musical stylings are. Um, Michael Stipe vocals, I throw in Michael Stipe, who I think he introduced a little bit that it's cool to be politically voiced, not necessarily left or right, but to have a, a voice in, in the matters. So anyway, I want to get back to uh, business here. Before we went to break, Angel called in from the U.S. Open. I think it was Angel Cabrera. Um, he's on the four, fourth uh, tee right now. <laughs> That's good. Number seven, you're actually getting good at this production game. Took you, what, 52 years? <laughs> oh, I'm going to hell. I think we all know that by now. But anyway, uh, Angel Cabrera asked about the PowerShares DB agriculture. And yeah, you know, in the world of commodities, there's three types of commodities. There's agriculture. Finish this for me. Energy. And metals. And inside those commodities, there's different things that you need to know. Um, commodities have fallen recently. In large part because we're seeing Europe slowing down. And when Europe slows down, they'll probably eat less food. Yes or no? Not really, right? Now, maybe they're trading their beef will become chicken or chicken will become pork. Or maybe their pork decision will become spam. What the hell is spam? Um... Agricultural commodities, you know, it's a basket of wheat. It's a bushel of wheat. It's a basket of corn. No, it's a bushel of corn. It's a sack full of blueberries. Uh, You get the idea, right? It's a play on the world populations. There's no doubt about it. We continue to make babies. There's more people on the planet today than there was yesterday. We're dying at a slower rate. What we really need is a good 21st century evil genius to introduce a virus to society and kill at least 20% of us off. In a weaker dollar environment, commodities are become very speculative. We're in a weaker dollar environment. 
if you take a look at the chart of DBA, the power shares agriculture, you can see that um, 2009 to 2011, it really hung around $24 a share. It's at $26 a share right now. When economies are working, we eat more food. If you might remember during the Great Recession in the United States, 2008 credit crisis, this became a $40 share. On hell, I don't like power shares. That's the only thing I'm going to tell you here that, that you have to take away is I don't like the power share exchange traded funds, period. They use leverage and they use options, and those two things are expensive. So if you want to buy a good hard asset fund or a good, good agriculture fund, that's fine. Don't buy it because of Europe. Buy it because in 40 years, there's going to be more people eating food than there are today. Are you with me or are you against me? You've got to pick a side. This is a war. I'm trying to help you. Power shares hurt people. It becomes a very short-term trade, either to the upside or downside. If you own power shares for the next 40 years, you're going to lose because it's expensive to own leverage and it's expensive to own options. Whether you're right or wrong, it's expensive. And that expenses eat away at your performance. Power shares are great for short-term trades. I wouldn't think, I wouldn't link next week to a big movement in agricultural stocks. Although what you're thinking is correct, I would prefer to go after metals. I would prefer to go after gold mine stocks. I own shares of a gold miner right now. I legally need to disclose that. Um, that's my bedroom voice, by the way. Hi, honey. You look really good tonight. Oh, yeah. Let's turn on the television. Producer's getting ready to dump me there. I was getting ready to dump myself. I got the seven-second delay on myself. Okay, let's just dump that whole thing I just said and start over. Okay, so good call, Angel. He's calling from the... Uh, U.S. Open today. Hey, that was nice. Nice production element there. <laughs> oh, never, ever, ever hit a person with a golf club. That's my advice to you because it doesn't come across. It, it bruises. It bruises really bad. Um, okay, so, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer to own the gold miners because you may be playing, if you're, and I'm not telling you to do this, you may be playing into central bank easing and quantitative easing. A lot of people think the Federal Reserve is going to introduce more money into the markets, and that should push metals higher. I'm not sure agricultural. I like agriculture over the next 40 years. I never, ever, ever, never like power shares. Unless you're trying to do a trade, and I'm not much of a trader. Wall Street Business Network. Okay, so... I'm Rob Black. And the show that you don't get to hear, the show during the commercials, is awesome. <laughs> That's all I'm going to tell you is that the conversation off mic is so much better than the conversation on mic. Typically, that's how it goes. Um, Fridays, I do the show from Fremont, California, lovely Fremont, California, where we have plenty of strip malls here. Monday through Thursday, I do the show from San Francisco. Uh, you can call the show. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. 
Uh, I really appreciate you, the listener. And at times you don't think that I do. And I try to humanize the show as much as possible. You know, like um, I do a segment called Winners and Losers on television. You know, losers yesterday were any BART riders, right? What a rough day to be a BART rider. Loser yesterday, PG&E, gas explosion. But see, that's when a loser could actually become a winner because if a stock takes a hit due to a one-time event, it could be an opportunity. Winner yesterday was the, the ferry service. Like every single thing I could see as money. I see dating as money. I see investing as money. I see commuter issues as money. Anytime the president says, let's improve the infrastructure, I say, let's do it. Because less time I sit in idle, it means less time I'm burning gas. And less time I'm burning gas means more money in my pocket. And that adds up. I remember when I got to San Francisco in 2000, it was a glorious time. It was the end of the dot-com era, and yet they didn't know it was ending. They were still living like it was 1999. Party like it's 1999. I've seen Prince in concert. You want to hear my Prince story? It's actually pretty funny. Um, I saw him at Constitution Hall in Washington, D.C. And the first... Yeah, I took my girlfriend and my uh, sister. I, I took my little sister. She was eight years younger than me. I took her to a lot of concerts because, like, I think that's a cool thing to do as a big brother. But anyway, where does the story go? So I'm sitting at Constitution Hall, and there's, like, nine empty seats to my left for the first half of the show. And in the second half of the show, in walks Jesse Jackson, the man who over-enunciates every single word. Consumer! Sentiment! Gage. Like he, you, you probably haven't seen Jesse Jackson in a while, right? So Jesse Jackson and his whole entourage dance next to me. And he dances more like a white guy than I dance like a white guy. Prince is a great show. This was back in the, in the great Prince days. So Jesse Jackson sitting next to me, standing next to me, dancing next to me. I'm dancing next to Jesse Jackson. And I look at him and I go, I, I don't know what to say. I'm awkward, right? But I'm funny, awkward, and I'm truthful, awkward. I said, I loved you when you played for the Yankees. And I go, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. See, Reggie Jackson played for the Yankees. And he didn't think that was funny. And he just looked at me like, you're the dumbest white guy I've ever seen in my life. And I went back to watching the show. That's not even funny. (laughs) Come on, Obama. I could make you laugh. By the end of the show, I'll, I'll get one snicker out of you. Oh. So, Clayton Osborne, the JetBlue Airways pilot, arrested in March after his erratic behavior led to the diversion of the flight, is set for a court hearing today. Whether he's mentally fit to stand trial. How is this guy flying us around? Could you imagine if your pilot <laughs> runs out of the cockpit and says we're all going to die? Uh, you know, I bet that the funny thing is, is he's still employed at JetBlue because you can't fire a crazy person. Like, that's how crazy our world is. He began shouting. He pounded on the flight deck. He was restrained by passengers. The co-pilot had to bar him from the cockpit. That's how crazy we, we are as a society. JetBlue, if they fired him, people with disabilities would, would like sue. 
I don't know. I just to me that's insanity. So stocks are rising today amid speculation on stimulus. Ooh, Ford's going to cut energy used in making cars by twenty five percent. That's is that even a story? Like, do you want to hear that? I don't think you do. You want to hear more about Jesse Jackson? <laughs> or the next show I'm going to pitch after I'm done with this show. Uh, I'm going to pitch the show called On the Poop Deck with Rob Black. And basically, I'm going to go around cruise ships around the world and uh, talk about my favorite thing. Or I could do it from a toilet. (laughs) How awesome would that be? Do a show live from your own bathroom? Hello, everyone. It's me, Rob Black. Doing the show live. Did the microphone just explode there? God, this microphone's running hot and cold today. I know you're saying, uh, we can't tell, Rob. It is. California desperately needs courageous leaders with innovative ideas. Otherwise, we're going to end up, we're going to be the Greece of the European Union. But we'll be the California of the United States. The two top two primary system, it's a step forward rewarding career politicians. And career politicians, all they do is the same old status quo solutions. It's a horrible thing. California voters approved Proposition 14, which installed a primary system similar to that that exists in Washington, Louisiana. Keep in mind, Louisiana, not too long ago, elected a former head of the KKK. It was the brainchild of then-Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. The initiative was the result of a legislative deal that engages status quo. It enrages conservatives. The June 5 vote was the first election after the state completed changes in its redistricting process. When the usual slate of partisan candidates won, supporters of the new system said the results proved the political dynamic when it changed that much. California needs some leaders because we spend way too much money versus what we take in. And that's just, it's going to end badly. Elect Rob Black? No way. As the mayor, Chuck Reed, said on this very show. I know you're saying, you interviewed Chuck Reed, Mayor San Jose? I did. I know you're saying, and today you're talking about R.E.M. being one of the greatest American bands of all time. And other things, like your bedroom voice. Um, Chuck Reed said California's ungovernable. It's, you can't govern it. It's impossible. I think he's right. Uh, Coca-Cola is returning to Myanmar. Remember yesterday I was playing World uh, Geography? Where is Myanmar? You know the only two nations in the world where Coca-Cola doesn't do business? Can you name them? I will give you one. Jeopardy theme, please. Let's see who tweets me first. Tweet at Rob Black Show. Tweet at Rob Black Show. What two countries does Coca-Cola not do business in? What two countries does Coca-Cola not do business in? Alex Trebek, probably the most annoying Canadian of all time. From a country that produces a lot of annoying people, he's pretty annoying. Wouldn't it be great to be a game show host? Okay, so again, the question is, what two countries does Coca-Cola not do business in? The correct answer is North Korea and Cuba. And for the record, it's... uh, cool to say it is Cuba. Cuba Gooding Jr. 
going to watch a little golf today. Basically, basically on Fridays, so you know, I don't really work a lot. I'm kind of done by noon if, if you read between the drinks, read between the lines, the drinks. I'm going to have some drinky drink drink. I'm going to have some scotchy scotch scotch in my belly, belly, belly. I'm going to watch some golf today. Um, I'm going to watch, uh, I, I videotaped the, the baseball game from the 13th, two nights ago. The one that the Giants played against Houston. And I put a lot of money on Houston, so I'm going to see if I won that bet or not. I predicted they'd win like 10, 15, 20 to nothing. So that's that's how my day plays out. Oh, good God. Okay, so Coca-Cola is going to go back to Myanmar, which I still don't know. It's a Southeast Asian country. Where's Myanmar? Is it even a country? Do they have a dictator or president? Next week, because I'm doing the show in Seattle and I'm syndicated and I'm kind of a big deal. I'm going to be changing my name to El Presidente. El Presidente El Perfecto. I'm going to end every radio broadcast with that. Coca-Cola has grown from selling nine drinks a day in a single country in 1886. In 1886, they sold nine drinks a day. You know how many they sell today? In one day, 1.8 billion sodas. That's a lot of soda. I wonder how many I could drink. If I were to drink nonstop soda all day long, at what point in time does my stomach just explode or, or disintegrate? What do you think, 20, 30? How many so Let's do a, a, a Coca-Cola challenge. We'll get Coca-Cola to sponsor it. We'll get listeners in the studio, and then they'll just pound soda for two hours and and the first one to uh, last one standing wins. Because you know people would be vomiting after like eight or nine. If you've never drinking a gallon of milk, try it. <laughs> try to drink a gallon of milk in one sitting. Blah! It ends bad. Okay, you want me to tell you the story about the time I saw cranberries? Okay, once upon a time, I saw the cranberries. The end. You're listening to the Wall Street Business Network. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So I'm Rob Black. Show is Rob Black and your money. Live Monday through Fridays here on the Wall Street Business Network. I do a show dedicated to getting into retirement. The world's going to change next 10 business days. We're going to get a lot of information from the G20. We're going to get a lot of information from Greece. And we're going to get our federal bankers probably doing something. Right now, the Wall Street machine likes that. Will it in the future? I don't know. I can't really answer that for you. I can tell you that you're going to have to work harder and longer. The retirement age is going up. So a lot of things that you believed as a little kid aren't going to hold true. The only person who's going to take care of you is you. Yesterday, we saw Nokia basically implode. They're going to sell 
fire 20% of their workforce. In my lifetime, Nokia went from a dominant company to a nothing. Not even in my lifetime, in 10 years. So don't get too cocky and too arrogant about anything. Dow's up 63. The Nasdaq's up 7. 20. It's up 20. And the S&P 500's up 7. One of the things I absolutely believe in is holding the calls on the show. I'm here. I'm here every day. I come up here every day to do radio. This is my job. I do it for a living. I like what I do. I come here. I do the best I can. I give you the best I can. I can't do better than this. I can't. I'm only human. I'm not God. A lot of you out there, you're not God either. I'm not the most popular guy in the world. That's not the point. I really don't care what you think of me. Who are you? Anyway, who the hell are you anyway? You audience, you call me, you try to tell me things about yourself, you don't know me, you project on me, you know nothing about me, you've never even seen me, you don't know who I am, what I want, what I like, what I don't like in this world, I'm just a voice, a voice in the wilderness. And you, like a pack of wolves, you descend on me, because you can't stand facing what it is you are and what you've made of your lives. You can't stand facing what it is you are and what you've made. Yes, the world is a terrible place. Yes, cancer and garbage disposals will get you. Yes, a zombie apocalypse is coming. Yes, the world is shot and we're all goners. Everything's screwed up and you like it that way, don't you? You're fascinated by the gory details. You're mesmerized by your own fear. You revel in floods and car accidents and unstoppable diseases. You're happiest when others are in pain. And that's why I come here. I'm here to lead you by the hand through the dark forest of your own hatred and anger and humiliation. I'm providing a public service. You're so scared. You're like the little children under the covers. You're afraid of the boogeyman, but you can't live without him. Your fear, your own lives have become your entertainment. Tomorrow night, Monday, millions of people in the ocean are going to be listening to this show as I come on into Seattle And you have nothing to talk about. Marvelous technology is at our disposal. And instead of reaching up for new heights, we see how far down we go. How deep into the muck we can immerse ourselves. What do you want to talk about? Baseball scores? Your pet? You're pathetic. I despise each and every one of you. You've got nothing, nothing. Absolutely nothing. No brains, no power, no future, no hope, no God. The only thing you believe in is me. What are you if you don't have me? I abuse you. I insult you. I tear into you. You keep coming back. What's wrong with you? I don't want to hear from you anymore. I've had enough. Stop talking. Don't call anymore. Go away. Bunch of yellow-bellied, spineless, bigoted, quivering, drunken, insomniatic, paranoid, disgusting, perverted, voyeuristic, little obscene phone callers you are. That's what you are. I don't need your fear and your stupidity. You don't get it. It's wasted on you. Pearls before swine. That's my dramatic recreation of the last scene of talk radio before thank you thank you thank you very much Barry Champlain and talk radio if you do nothing else this week and go to YouTube Google talk radio movie and go for the 6 minute 31 second clip what he did in 6 minutes and 31 seconds I just did in 2 minutes because A I'm a better broadcaster than A but B it's the most amazing scene in movie history in my opinion and it really sums up radio The slimy management that you see in the movie, right on. The slimy sales, right on. 
the super talented, underpaid host who deserves better, but is stuck with you, the callers, it's right on. It is absolutely 100% correct. Oops, and her secretary just walked by the window. Sorry, Lana. I didn't mean it. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not allowed to say secretary, administrative assistant. I'm going to HR again today. But I'm not afraid to be who I am, and I'm, I've, I've got a choice. And people frighten me because they don't save enough money for retirement. They don't even think about it until it's too late. I don't mind abusing you. I don't mind tearing into you. I think radio should be honest. That's the best part about radio is in the last 10 years, broadcasting standards have, have changed. Instead of going, you're always the Wall Street Business Network. It's three minutes till the top of the hour. Ding dong, diddly ding dong. Don't forget to punch the work clock today. And thank God it's Friday. Like Lamont and Tonelli, they're the worst broadcasters on the planet. Those phone calls are fake. You know those phone calls they do? Fake. They're set up. They're lies. That's what they are. A bunch of yellow-bellied, spineless, bigoted lies. Last scene of talk radio. Trust me. Watch it. Um, It's Friday. Relax. There's nothing we can do about the market today. It's up. But Monday, it's going to be a new day because we're going to know more about Greece. And then we get the G20 and the Federal Reserve next week. It's going to be a big week next week. I'll be here for you. Hopefully, you'll be there for me. Find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. Find me on Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. Find me at YouTube. Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Find me online at robblack.com. Robblack.com. Podcast of the show is available at both iTunes and KDOW.biz. Um, take care of yourselves, okay? Have a good weekend. Relax. Enjoy. Watch a little golf. To all the fathers out there, I hope your son sprays you with a hose. AM 1220. Oh, Wall Street Business Network. It's a on Friday. No work till Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.